Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. My name's Carrie. I'm Emma. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Hi. Emma. Oh, I'm Dean. <laughs> Dean's gonna tell us about something possibly weird. It is strange. It's more one of our classic mysteries, our unexplained mysteries file. They don't always have to be weird. This one does have a pretty strong element of the weird to it, but it is also completely unexplained okay. in, a, in a pretty amazing way. But it's I Carrie, as we all know, has been seeking more stories that are uplifting, happy, fun. This is decidedly not that. As a matter of fact, if you don't like some if you have triggers for violence, especially maybe uh, violence on on trans people, then you know skip it. Skip this. I, I, I will warn you, by the way, when that's just one section of it, and I'll say something beforehand, so you can just fast okay, forward over good. that. Also, you know, there, it's okay to have a balance. You, yes, you yes. can be sad and depressing, and I'll be okay, happy and thanks. uplifting. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> that's great. Perfect uh, division Perfect. of labor. Uh huh. Let's start with the mystery itself. Branson Perry was 20 years old. He had coaxed his friend Jenna Crawford into coming over to the house and helping him clean up. It was in anticipation of his dad, Bob Perry, coming home from the hospital the next day. He had had a procedure. He's going to be home. Hey, let's clean up the house for a dad. Will you come over and help me? She said yes. Wow. She came over. What a nice kid. Very nice kid. I, I believe that was a nice gesture. Out in front of the house, small house, by the way, we'll get to that in a minute, Was were two men working on Bob's car. The alternator had gone out the day before, so they were going to try to fix the car before, again, before he got home. Another very wow. nice gesture. Where are we in time and space? We are in Skidmore, Missouri. I'll tell you more about that in a second. Okay, dokes. At about 3 o'clock that afternoon, Jenna heard Branson exiting out the front door. Of the house. It's a small two-story house. She was upstairs, still cleaning apparently. So, but she heard him leave. She heard him the front door close. She called down through the window, which was right over the front door, and Branson answered back. He said, "I'm just going to return a pair of jumper cables to the shed, which is right at the side of the house, it's right next to it." Jenna went on her business cleaning up. It seemed like a little time. Time went by, and still no Branson. He had not returned. So she went outside, took a look around the yard or in front of the house, and she did not see any sign of Branson. The two guys working on the car were still there. She asked them, have you guys seen Branson? They said, we haven't seen him. Jenna didn't think much of it at the time. She just thought Branson had maybe had an errand or he had something he had to attend to, whatever, and he just took off. He went off to do it and... Hadn't been back yet, so she got tired of waiting, and she just went home. But she didn't place a lot of importance on him not being there. Because, really, how could she know at the time that she and anyone else would ever see Branson Perry again to oh, this day? no. So, obviously, pre-cell phone days. 2001. Really? Not pre-cell phone days. Hmm. Skidmore, Missouri. Let's talk about place first before we talk about time, and I'll, I'll and I'll talk about his disappearance in more detail. That was just a wet your whistle. I'm teasing. So tease. So Skidmore, Missouri, <laughs> the town. It's a tiny little isolated town in the kind of the rolling wooded hills of northwest Missouri. But it's kind of famous. Have you ever heard of Skidmore, Missouri? No. You've you've heard of something that happened at Skidmore, Missouri. I'm positive at least one thing, if not a couple things. 
The reason Skidmore, Missouri is kind of semi-famous are not good, though. The main reason is something that happened on July 10th, 1981. It was the extremely justifiable homicide of Ken McElroy. Does that ring a bell at all? Mm. McElroy, Ken McElroy was a local bully. Yeah, is this one where, yeah, I've heard of him. He was, I mean, just an outright thug. He was essentially a rural bully thug. He had avoided jail time over the year, over the years, despite accusations that included rape, theft, and assault, because no one was brave enough to cross him. He had this kind of right. doom posse. I think one of the things they did, they stole farm equipment from the surrounding oh, area and other kind no. of just sleazy thieving things. And so he was a big threatening guy. He obviously had no problem going after people. So he would just witness intimidation. No one wanted to cross him. He had gotten away with all these crimes for years, years and years and years. And he'd even though most recently he had received a slap on the wrist from a local judge for shooting a 70-year-old grocer named Bo Bowenkamp in the neck. Oh, wow. Jesus. And got like, this, this tiny nothing sentence. Yeah. Oh, my God. So something had to be done. So the town finally had just had enough on that hot summer of 1981 when Ken McElroy finished drinking at D&G Tavern. It's in the afternoon, broad daylight. He got into his truck with his petite wife, and suddenly he looked around and about 50 plus residents had just sort of milled around and were surrounding his truck. He, again, he was acting unafraid. He's like, he like rev the engine and act like he's just a badass and just sort of leering at them and daring them to do anything about it. Because he, he thought, you know, I'm bulletproof. They, they right. can't touch me. Yeah. Turns out he wasn't bulletproof. Suddenly from two different directions, from, I think from the front and the back, shots rang out, shooting Ken McElroy dead right there in the front seat of his truck. Damn. His wife was fine. His wife was unhurt. She was not the target. Over the years, since to again to this day, this was 1981. Over the years, despite McElroy's wife identifying who she said she saw fire a gun, I think she looked through the side window, the side side mirror. I'm sorry, the side mirror, and saw someone from behind shooting a gun, and she and she apparently identified that person. Despite that, the town held its silence and has. To this day, mm-hmm. it would never give up the perpetrators. Two grand juries refused to indict the people that the the two men that the um, authorities brought a case against, and and they, there probably was enough evidence to indict. The town just took care of its own monster and moved on. Mm-hmm. Over two decades later, in two thousand four, in Skidmore, Missouri, the town was again dragged, I think you know, unwillingly into the national headlines when a deranged and abused woman murdered Bobby Joe Stinnett. And here's a, again, if you don't like something horribly violent, fast forward here real quick, but she strangled her in her own home. And then she cut her baby, her oh. like seven or eight oh. month old fetus, or even nine months, almost at term out of her womb and ran off with the baby. Yeah, I know that story. Bobby Joe to die. Yeah. The baby, luckily, thank God, was rescued two days later in Topeka, Kansas, in a, in a motel, I think, and it was returned safe and sound to his, its father. Wow. But it was a horrific, horrific story in Skidmore as well. The murderous Lisa Montgomery, that was the woman who did this, she was executed recently by lethal injection in, really? oh, on wow. January 13th, 2021. Oh, wow. Very recent. Wow. So, and these are not the only incidents in Skidmore. The population of Skidmore? 
It's less than 300 now. Oh, wow. Oh, people and it's, left. People yeah. are leaving every year. Yeah. Least, I looked up the census thing. It, was, it got up to like 500-something a few decades ago. It's been dwindling ever since. Wow. It, it's, uh, when the incidents we'll talk about here with Branson Perry, it had like 350 or something like that. It's now under 300. So this tiny little town has had yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible things happen there. One of the most mysterious thing was the disappearance of Branson Perry. So let's go back. Branson Perry was born in 1981. So he was 20 years old at the time this takes place when he disappeared. He was living at home with his father, Bob Perry, who had recently divorced from his mother, Becky, Re Rebecca. She, and she was with a name, and I don't know if it was right then she went by, but later she'd go by the name Rebecca Klino or Klino, K-L-I-N-O. But the, they were recently divorced just in, I think, November of 2000 had been divorced. So it was still it was less than a year since uh, his parents had divorced. They lived in Skidmore, lived on the on the west side at 304 West Oak Street, kind of the western edge there of this shrinking little farm town about 100 miles or so north of Kansas City. Branson had graduated in 1989. He didn't have a regular job. He was just kind of figuring things, things out by then. He was doing odd jobs like construction or roofing, and he also helped with a petting zoo that <laughs> traveled the region. Oh. I don't know. I, I, he drove things around or just to help take care of the animals, but that was one of his odd jobs that he picked up now and again. He was about five feet nine, 155, blue eyes, blonde hair, so a little bit of a slight build, but and maybe a little short, but he lifted weights and he was a black belt in Hapkido. Oh, cool. Martial art. He did suffer from something called tachycardia which oh. is a condition that can cause your heart to race very, very fast. Yeah, I've heard of that. But otherwise, he was, you know, like I said, just a, a regular kid figuring things out. He was a cousin, by the way, a first cousin of Bobby Joe Stinnett, the woman who was horrifically murdered three years after he disappeared. Oh, my God. She was still very much alive. Then on, on Wednesday, April 11th, 2001, when Branson invited his friend Jenna Crawford over to the house to help clean up. So again, Bob's just to recap that Bob Perry had been in the hospital. He was due to come out on April 12th, the next day. They're going to clean up and just in anticipation of him coming home. Jenna got there. They started cleaning, right? Okay, so Oak, Oak Street is a small little street. These are, you know, think just regular little homes, but they're kind of sparsely. They're not every single, I mean, there's plenty of homes around there. It's not like it's, it's not super isolated. It's not like acres and things like that in between homes, but it's also not densely packed. Right. Not every lot has a home on it, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. And the street's very small. The lawn wasn't that big. So these two guys are working on Bob Perry's car are right there in front of the house. Yeah. I mean, clearly visible and everything in the front of the house would be clearly visible to them. So again, the alternator had malfunctioned. They were going to try to get it work before Bob got out of the hospital. Branson's mother, Becky Kleino, would later say that it was never clear who had asked those men to come over and work on the car. She didn't know and would never know if it was Bob or if it was Branson had got them to come over and do that, which well, seems odd to me since her she could have asked her husband. That's, yeah, that's weird. weird. Could nobody ask Bob? I, I, I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm going to assume then it maybe had, was probably Branson who got them to come over and work on. Because I'm assuming, yeah. because it said the alternator uh, conked out the day before. So that implies that Branson had been driving it around. Right. Because his dad was in the hospital when it conked out. So 
my, I, I, again, no source I read said this, but I'm assuming what that means is that he like, oh shit, I got to get my dad's car working. I'll get these two guys. Those two men also have never been publicly identified. No source I read what? said who their names, what their names huh. were. Uh, the police know who they are. Right, but right. They've never publicly identified those two men. I wonder why not. And we don't know who who got them over there. Again, I it almost seems like it has to have been Branson. Yeah, if nobody else knows, then that's kind of the only option. Yeah, exactly. There were also a couple of events during that day that would, in hindsight, seem kind of odd. The first odd thing was when Branson went into the kitchen and Jenna heard him rummaging in the cabinets, clearly looking for something, trying to find something. He apparently took something out of there, and then he kind of hurried outside, almost ran outside through the front door and out. He returned. Jenna said, you know, what was that about? What did you take out there? And he just ignored her, like, like, what are you talking about? And would never answer her question, acting like it was just nothing. Huh. Seems a little weird. Later on, Jenna took a shower, and I guess Branson must have been outside. And she got dressed, went into the kitchen downstairs, and she stumbled into one of the men outside, one of the people working in the car, he was in the kitchen also searching through kitchen cabinets and drawers. So she asked him, what are you looking for? And he said, nothing, and walked outside. Hmm. Hmm. We'll come back to that. That is odd. Sometime not long after 3 p.m. that afternoon, Jenna heard Branson leaving through the front door. She was upstairs, as I mentioned. She's cleaning. So she shouted through the window, said, where are you going? He shouted back, I'm going to return the jumper cables to the shed. And then he fell off the face of the earth. Right. Jenna thought very little of it. And she just left later on on that Sunday afternoon of October 11th, 2001. The next day, April, I'm sorry, October, I meant April. The next day, Branson's maternal grandmother, Joanne Stinnett, found out that her son, Bob, would not be leaving the hospital after all. So she went to the house to check on Branson, see if everything's okay, you know, tell him your dad's not coming home yet. Right. She found the windows and doors open and a radio playing. Now, when it says that, I don't know that it, it, it can't mean that literally open. I just mean, I, I assume that means unlocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't know. I, I don't know, though. I don't know. It literally, the, yeah. the sources I read said open. So I don't know if that really literally means open or unlocked. Yeah. I mean, honest. it could be they're spring, it's springtime, they're cleaning. Maybe. You open all the windows, yeah. you, you got a screen door, so you leave the door open, and it's a teeny tiny little town. When Jenna left, she could have left everything open. She could have. Branson's coming right back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But also a radio playing? Yeah. I wouldn't think she'd leave a radio playing. No, but yeah, I, I wouldn't think so either. And she also, of course, did not find Branson. Right. She's not terribly worried, though, but she comes back the next day. It's now Saturday, April 13th, and she again finds Branson's not there. Mm-hmm. Now hmm. she's getting worried. She goes home. It's Saturday, April 13th still, She and she starts calling Branson's friends, and she discovers that no one's seen him. They haven't seen him for a couple of days. They don't know where he is. The next day, Sunday, she calls her son at the hospital. Bob then calls his ex-wife, Becky, and... Becky then Becky lives about 20 miles away. So Becky says, I'll be there tomorrow morning. So she goes to the hospital on Monday morning, April 16th, and she picks up Bob from the hospital and they go directly to the police, the sheriff's department, and they file a missing persons report for their son. Mm -hmm. He's not a minor. And despite that, though, the sheriff's department appears to take the situation very seriously. Hmm. It did sound 
yeah. like he may be in trouble to them as well. So there's, there's sheriff's deputies. Then they call in the higher patrol. It's a very, very small. It's even a small county. It's called Nodaway County. And so they call in the state higher patrol to help. And they, you know, do a, a major, major search of the area. They first go to the house and they look around the house and they find no obvious signs of foul play. But according to Bob, the dad, they also find no sign that Branson had taken any of his belongings. Nothing. His mm. wallet, even his wallet is in oh. his bedroom there. Yeah. yeah so he's that's... taken nothing. Again, he just wa- he walked out the door to right. supposedly put some jumper cables into the shed. Never seen again. Yeah. So the authorities, again, take it very seriously. I, I, I commend them. They searched farms and fields and woods all throughout the area. They searched a nearby river, local ponds, even wells, like on, on farms. Absolutely nothing. They found, I mean, nothing. Not a scrap, not anything to do with Branson. They even searched oil wells and outhouses wow. to see wow. in places at that point they're thinking a body was dumped. Right. Yeah. For sure. So nothing. Wow. They also could not find the jumper cables that uh, in the shed or anywhere else that Branson told Jenna he had, he had gone to Well, return. so that's interesting. Yeah, it is. That's almost like he got intercepted on his way to the shed. Potentially. Or he was going or to give those to the, the, I mean, the, it is weird that if he was going to the shed, the shed's right there on the side of the house. The two men working in the car, which presumably that the jumper cables were for, they're trying yeah. to fix an alternator, were, you know, not on the way. The shed was, they were not on the way. So yeah. my understanding is they were working on it, not in like the driveway, but actually on the street in front of the house. The shed yeah. was on the side of the house, kind of like up the driveway where uh, like a garage, sort of like a detached garage, I guess, kind of. Hmm. There was just simply nothing. A very extensive search found absolutely nothing about Branson Perry. So we have, so let's first look at some questions here because there's tons and tons of questions here. And, and, and please jump in because I don't think I've thought of all of them. So we're left with just these unanswered and almost sometimes it seems like unanswerable questions for mm-hmm. starters. Yeah. Why didn't Jenna come forward right away? Yeah. She's, I mean, it's, she really just think Branson, her friend, is going to leave her at his house. Without saying and take, anything. Take off. Without saying anything. You don't say, I'm going to the, to the shed to leave jumper cables. You say, oh, I got to go over to Bob's house, whatever. It seems very odd yeah. that she'd be so blasé about that and not think something more of it and not come. She never. She didn't go to the police. It was, had to be his grandmother. It's like they were that. hanging out. Yeah. And there was no, okay, we're done. You know, oh, you're going to leave. Uh, well, I got to go get jumper cables anyway. Fully in the middle of hanging out and he's just gone. Just gone. And she I would be alerted and she's immediately. Or at least least pissed. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> or, or, and, or, yeah, that's what I would be. I wouldn't immediately leap to something nefarious has happened to my friend i'd be like that's rude uh, i would kind of do the same thing how soon did she know he never came back uh presumably not until saturday when when the uh, grandma started calling yeah. friends but still okay then but why do you say oh, i thought no big deal he probably just as opposed to tell the police no i was pissed off that he ditched me it seems uh, odd. Did, do we know that she told the police? Yeah, she, she told the police that oh. she thought it was not a big deal, that he right. must have just gone over to someone, so I just left no biggie. Because she didn't. I, I mean, I get it. I, I don't. I get maybe thinking, eh, I mean, we don't know the dynamics of the, yeah, their friendship, yeah. so maybe it was like she's always over, so it's whatever, I can leave. She's at my house, no yeah. big deal. But if it is really 2001 and people have cell phones, yeah. you don't even call? You know, I don't know 
if he had a cell phone or not. It's okay. ne- no cell phone is ever mentioned. So I'm going to assume he did not have a cell okay. phone. Okay, 2001. wasn't that common. Yeah, not everybody. I don't yeah. know. I was and these were not so affluent people. And there may not have even been cell, cell coverage service. where they this lived. rural Missouri. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I never heard any mention of the cell phone, so it was not an issue. Yeah. Okay. And, and, I mean, do we know once the grandmother contacted her and, and she said, oh, my gosh, no, I haven't seen him since I was at his house. And he left. And that's weird. Yeah, she did at say that. At that point, well, yeah. She, I don't know if she said it's weird or not, but, that, yeah. but she did say, no, I haven't seen him since, since Thursday when I was over there. Yeah. Or Wednesday. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay with Jen. You're okay with that? Okay. okay. I, th- I think it's odd. I think, you're, I think it's odd that her reaction was to, to not. I, I, I don't know. I'll call him. The next day, what up? What's up? What's going on? I'll call him the day after that. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't ha, until the grandmother contacts do, her. Do we I know believe. she didn't try to call him? I, I, I she never, never mentioned it. Again, I well, never met. I never heard anything that I know. she mentioned. She and tried that, to contact. That's him. the problem when we look into these kinds of things. We I know. we don't that's have true. a transcript of every question asked of every person no. and what their answers were. So she easily could have called. He didn't answer. And I don't. I don't you know? think she did though, because of the. Uh, you, you think that would appear in these various recountings of including one that I read, but that was a lot of it was written by his mom. Yeah. It was pretty thorough actually. Yeah. From, from Becky. Oh, well so, I have an issue with Becky. I'll, I'll drive over tomorrow morning. I You're know. 20 miles away, Becky. I, if my 20 year old was missing, <laughs> I'd be there in five minutes. Yeah, I, so, I don't know what time it was Sunday, but, but she, she did drive over there to pick up her, her yeah, husband on the next yeah. morning. Well, I would have not waited until the next morning. I would have been there. I don't care if it was midnight. Carrie, I would have been You're just there. a better mother than, than well, Becky. God, a <laughs> little, little judgy, Carrie, a little judgy. No, I'm just saying, if we're going to give Jenna. I'm not, no, I just, I'm just confused by Jenna's reaction more than anything else. I'm, I find it yeah. a little bit questionable. Yeah. So uh, how about the two men working on Bob's car? Yeah, yeah I want to know who they were. Who the hell were they? <laughs> Why do we know their names? Why have they never been identified? And who asked them? Mm-hmm. To come over, and it's odd to me that his mother would never find out. And of course, obviously, if Branson did just leave under his own volition, I don't see how he, they could not have seen him. They said they didn't see anything. I mean, I know you, you're under the you're you're in the front hood, and you're looking down, and you're in, yeah. you're concentrating, and he skulks off. But it's a very it's a small space. The lawn's not very big at all. The car would have been right there. It's just you couldn't avoid hearing him come out the door. And I mean, it's possible. They're just yeah. so absorbed in what they're doing. Yeah. They don't, but it, it, it's a little And, and could he have walked to the side or could he have walked to the back? Or, you know what I mean? Could he, could he have I, to the back, done I don't a think wide so. berth around the no, front of the house? Not really. Were, no. He would have had to come out to the exactly sidewalk. And at that point, he would have been a few feet from them. Yeah. And if he turned left or right, fine. But he would have, he would have, he unless he's trying to avoid them, he seems. Could have walked on the grass, Dean. He could have. He could have. You're right. <laughs> Not everybody goes immediately to the sidewalk. Yeah, but it's, it, it, <laughs> uh, the pictures. Oh, it's gone. Damn it! <laughs> the pictures on my computer of the front of the house, and it's a, it's a pretty small space. Yeah. So, but he could have. Jenna would later admit that she and Branson had recently begun to dabble in drugs, a little bit. What kind? Weed and amphetamine. Hmm. Amphetamines, like Adderall? upper speed. Okay. I don't know exactly what, just weed and amphetamine. And Branson probably also, Adderall. probably, maybe, I don't mm-hmm. know. He Branson had an had a bottle of Valium, according to a family member. He mm-hmm. had a, a bottle of Valium in his possession, so he could have taken that as well. Yeah, none of those things seem. You know, like he's no. just going to go. Yeah. So he was an average twenty year old. Yeah, <laughs> that basically, does weed and amphetamines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So beyond the possibility that Branson 
had, I don't know, some kind of an accident while delusionally high on this drug cocktail, which I think yeah. I find very yeah. unlikely, there were rumors that drugs were involved, specifically that Branson owed some people mm. some money who had dealt him drugs. Mm. That became a pretty prominent rumor and avenue of investigation almost immediately. Yeah. Makes you wonder further, to me at least, about those two guys fixing yeah. the car out front. Were those guys dealers? Is that how he knew him? Yeah. Uh, is that how Branson, again, assuming Branson had had them come over, was there some connection there with mm-hmm. those guys? Or did they maybe know Brandon's source or something like that? Maybe, and maybe Branson. they tipped off the Branson source and maybe they tipped <laughs> off the bad guys maybe? You know, something yeah. like that. Like, hey, I heard that kid owes some money. That's, uh, you know getting the good graces of the local drug dealers by telling where they can find him. Although that seems, you know, it's at his house. Yeah. They, they know where he lives, but it could be something to do with those two guys. I'm obviously this is pure speculation. It might though mean that Jenna had, in my opinion, a kind of a weird story and didn't come forward right away because she was scared True. because she Probably. had been warned off or she understood what had happened yeah. to her friend and didn't want any part of yeah. that. Didn't want, didn't want to wind up like him. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. What happened to the jumper cables? What the <laughs> hell happened to the jumper cables that Brandon was going yeah. supposedly Branson. to return? Branson. God damn it. Sorry. My bad. You, you know, said I, it a thousand times. I know because I wrote it like that. I do. I should do a research and, re- and, and repeat even though I'm not even looking at these uh, notes. So Branson was supposedly returning these jumper cables to the shed, which is just a few feet away from the front door. That might not seem like a big deal, me wondering what happened to the jumper cables, but what if I tell you that those jumper cables reappeared out of nowhere two weeks later, right there, just inside the door to the shed in plain sight? That is weird. That After means someone it had been came back to the house. How'd they get there? Did they, if the killers had them, did the killers put them back? Why yeah. would they put them back? Why would they bring them back? Why would they? Yeah. It makes that's a baffling one to me. It makes no sense. Too bad this is pre-ring doorbells too. Oh yeah, that's true. It's unfortunate. So the case it lay dormant and grew very very cold. Then, almost exactly two years later, April tenth, two thousand three, the police arrest a man named Jack Wayne Rogers. They had gotten a tip from a victim of his, of Rogers. Rogers was a 59-year-old Presbyterian minister and Boy Scout troop leader. uh Uh-oh. He was also a monster. Rogers had con... Here's where a a little bit of a trigger for our trans listeners. Maybe skip forward 30 seconds or 60 seconds just to be safe. Maybe I'll put timestamps in the show notes. Okay. Good idea. Rogers had conned a trans person into allowing him, Rogers, to perform a gender reassignment <gasps> surgery in a motel room. Oh, my God. Rogers is not a doctor. The victim was just desperate. He couldn't afford right. the actual med- medical procedure. He said something like, I, don't, I didn't have any other choice or something like that. He was very desperate to have this doctor. Or he, I, the trans person, I don't know. Um, he, Rogers, of course, not surprisingly, botched it. And the victim almost bled to death in the the motel room. I would imagine it was a pretext for Rogers to do harm to this individual as opposed to helping them. It almost, of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they went to the police and the police arrested Rogers. 
in searching Roger's belongings, they found horrific things, including child pornography, evidence of cannibalism, or at least oh talking God. about cannibalism, and correspondence, lots of correspondence, bragging about horrific assaults and tortures by Rogers on, on victims. One of the incidents he wrote about, he, it's like, a, I don't know, like his journal or something like that, uh, on his computer, I believe. One of those incidents was a story about picking up a young blonde male from Skidmore, mm. Missouri, who was hitchhiking to leave town. Oh. Wait, okay, where was Rogers? What town? Or in state? the area. I don't know what town, but in, in Missouri. You know? Oh, okay. But not actually in Not Skidmore. in Skidmore, no. Okay. Rogers boasted of torturing and murdering this kid and burying the body somewhere in the woods in the Ozarks. Mm. So they find that and they say, wow, yeah. we think we know who that is. That sure sounds a hell of a lot like Branson Perry. So the authorities question Rogers and he says, it's all bullshit. It was just fantasy writing. I'm just, that's the kind of thing I'm into. None of it's real though. I never really did those things. And I know nothing about this disappearance of Branson Perry. Never had him. Show me a picture. Never met him. Don't know anything about it. So they said, hey, what about this turtle claw necklace we found in your house? That resembles a necklace that Branson Perry had. So they found a necklace, much like one that Branson had. They couldn't be sure that it actually was the exact necklace, but it sure looked like it. To Rogers, it didn't matter. He said, nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with Branson Perry. I don't don't know anything about him. He he would swear his innocence always. He still does. Still, despite that, though, remember Rogers was convicted of the assault yeah. on the trans person, convicted of illegal surgery, and is convicted for the pornography, the child pornography. In fact, he got a total cumulatively of fifty-four years in prison for all those crimes. He will be in jail until at least October tenth, twenty twenty-eight. At which point, he'd be eighty-three years old, and hopefully, he'll be dead by then. Yeah, in prison. I hope so. So that's the Rogers idea. Right, okay. as a possibility of having murders. So, yeah. so Branson runs away and he gets murdered hitchhiking. Yeah. So let's consider theories what happened. Let's start with the one that the police apparently believe is the most likely, which is the drugs, the drug yeah. dealers, that they killed Branson because he owed them money. What do you think? I mean, just, just give me your initial thoughts on that. I could see it. If it, the drug theory could aid in the hitchhiking theory like he was trying to get mm. out of the town to escape some sort of harm well let's separate those two into two different things regardless okay. of his motivation for leaving town let's say no it's more the drug thing is more like they came and got him mm. and they took him away and did bad things to him. i don't know how much could he owe drug dealers don't like you to owe them anything <laughs> <What's> a, <laughs> it makes them look bad if yeah, they, they but don't just say oh you know what escape. drug dealers murderers to every mm. 20 year old that not every 20 year old but some could be i think if for that to be true it's more likely that he was deeper into drugs than anyone let on because how much debt can you rack up buying weed and amphetamines so yes i'm sure drug dealers don't want you owing anything to them but the stakes aren't as high with those drugs usually would drug dealers really let you get that in debt to him for a kid that had odd jobs though yeah, exactly. you can always thousand bucks. You can always two thousand bucks. Well, you're good for it. He's not good for it. No, I mean, right. I, I don't think he. They would have. They would stop 
giving Selling. them drugs. I don't know. That, yeah, I don't know that they give them any drugs. Uh, exactly. So how so, do you come to owe drug dealers money? We don't know that he did. But that—that's the if um, that's the theory. That was a st- very strong theory, and the yeah. police, the police for sure give it credence. I mean, it could have been fifty bucks. Yeah. It could have been 50, 50 bucks, and it all went haywire. They were trying to scare him, and they ended up yeah. killing him. And yeah. oh shit, what do we do? That's if it's, it's drugs. That's what I could see happening. Yeah. yeah. If but, so, Jenna and those two mechanics, you almost think they'd have to be complicit, or at least scared into not talking, because yeah. drug dealers aren't, can't come to the house, kidnap a kid without them both seeing it almost certainly she would have well, heard it and they would have seen it i mean how unless unless he was induced to go to yeah. their, wherever they were yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is possible it's very possible it's and it's all it even would excuse or not excuse but explain the reticence again i know I'm, i may be putting too much into it but jenna's reticence again she if she knows exactly. that yeah. he yeah. went uh, he was going over to drug dealer's house she might say i don't know where he's going because she didn't want to get killed right yes so yeah, it's know. only her story that he was returning exactly. The, yeah, and the things to the shed. It's a weird story though. So, so and it's it possible that, that they showed back up again. I know. Maybe she. Maybe she brought maybe him back. Maybe she brought Ooh, him maybe back. She mm, good one. Re- regardless, though, I think that the drug. I think I agree with you. The drug deal thing doesn't make sense unless he went to them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. somehow, so I mean, maybe and maybe that's what he was doing. He was getting money from the kitchen cabinets. Remember the kitchen cabinets thing? Yeah. Where he said. Nothing. Ignored it. Maybe he's trying to get money or drugs or something of value. More likely money, I think. Yeah. It's a hiding place or something. Yeah. Maybe his dad's, you know, cash stash was there or something like that. Yeah. So, and, and oh, now did he take it to the two men in uh, working on the car? In other words, could he said that? Could he have even had jumper cables in his hand as an excuse? Because remember, he, if if this is true, and, and Jenna doesn't know about this because he, he wouldn't answer Jenna's and right. with, with the mechanic right. guy later on. So maybe he's just got the jumper cables as an excuse to go talk to the, the guys, but he's really bringing whatever he got inside the kitchen to them. Again, whether that's money to buy drugs or something like that, I, I'm, I'm pure speculation. Yeah. Um, or, or he could have been getting something from the kitchen to bring to a house nearby that he's going to walk to. Again, a, drug, a place where he knows he can go score some drugs. So it also could explain one of the guys working on the car. So in other words, if he said, I just got this, you know, from the kitchen or something like that, here's a hundred bucks or something like that. Let's go score some weed, whatever they, and something bad happened. They go back in the kitchen, look for more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know he's got, he's got a stash there. So that's what he was doing. That, that, that mechanic, I'm calling him a mechanic. He's not really right. a mechanic, but the guy working in the car that Jenna found and stumbled into and interrupted while he was searching the, Kitchen. He, right. Why is he searching the kitchen? He yeah. had to th- have some reason to believe there was something of value inside there. Yeah. And he was going to take it. Correct. Whether it's, again, money, drugs, something like that. So it could have been some kind of drug deal gone bad, whether it was right there between Branson and those two men, or whether he went to a house or something. I think both of those things are possible. Yeah. So that's the drug. Anything else you have you want to say about the drug angle? No, nah, not really. Nope. Then let's move on to the. It's not. It's not high on my list. It's not high on your list. How, okay, then is is high on your list that he just ran off and disappeared of his own volition? Mm, no, because he'd take his wallet and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if he was motivated to clean the house for his father yeah. returning from the hospital and get his car working, I don't think they have such a bad relationship that he wants to skip town. No, yeah. but speaking of motivation, I have something I should tell you. Yeah, okay, you do. Well. It could have been 
motivated by something that had happened just a short time before. Branson, just a, I think a couple of weeks prior to this, had been assaulted by a neighbor. The man's oh. a 30-year-old or a 30-something-year-old man named Jason Beerman. I, lived, I think he lived just across the street. He had, uh, Branson had gone up to his house to whatever, party, do some drugs, drink a little bit. This guy had roofied him oh. or, or did something. He dosed him something with some kind of a drug, and Branson got pretty loopy. Jesus Christ. Small and town Missouri, what's going on? Trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning. This entire episode is going to be a trigger yes, warning. Yes, it is. It's a trigger episode. The... Um, the man, so Branson got really, whatever, intoxicated, and he took his clothes off and danced naked and then shaved his pubic hair at uh, this guy. He then either passed out or not passed out. It's unclear which. And he was either sexually assaulted or engaged in some kind of a quote-unquote sexual activity. The, the guy would later admit to, to engaging in quote-unquote sexual activity mm-hmm. with Branson that night. So this man did he uh, admit to roofing him or was he he must have because it's 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 written as if it's it's a certainty he gave he drugged him somehow and Branson did things he maybe so it's all non consensual and yeah for sure all sexual yes yet this guy so okay so Branson woke up the next day he's sobered up now and he felt violated he was very upset he went and he told his dad and he told him everything that had happened yeah including that he had been assaulted yeah Bob was furious. Because Bob knew that his son, Branson, was gay. Oh, okay. Bob knew that, but he was still very angry. He thought he felt that Jason had taken advantage of him. Yeah. He was only 20. He had drugged him. But he didn't go and confront Jason Bierman. And he also apparently, I, I did. I, I'm, it's not clear. He must have gone to the police because police did question Bierman. But um, the, no, no uh, charges were filed. And then after Branson disappeared the police again questioned Beerman, mm-hmm. but they quickly cleared him of any involvement in branson's disappearance mm-hmm. but question yes was branson out to the town or just his dad i don't know that's a great question because it could have a lot to do okay so i mean that's a that's a perfect question did word get out maybe that yeah. incident got out and yeah. he's just humiliated yeah. and, and just outed in the worst yes. way possible. The worst possible way. Now all of a sudden Skidmore knows that he's gay and bad things happen to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That That's something that could have, in small town rural Missouri, that can make his life just un- intolerable to stay yeah. there. And It'd be nice to know. Yeah. What? I don't know. The I don't status know. of that was. Yeah. Yeah. My guess is Jenna knew. Yeah, his dad knew. I don't know that anyone the else neighbor knew. knew. If I had it, well, the neighbor lured him over. Whether the neighbor knew, the neighbor probably did know. Yeah. So did he flee just out of humiliation? Just wanted to get the hell out of Skidmore. But again, he would take his wallet. He would take yeah. He yeah. Get very far with no money and no clothes and no transportation. Yeah. I mean, but it could also okay. Again, I'm harping on it yet again. But uh, it could be that Jenna was a little bit reticent to talk openly because she wanted to keep a secret. So yeah. he he's leaving town, leaving everything behind, including his wallet. And she's, and he's going to start a better life in a place more accepting of, mm-hmm. of him. And she's going to keep that secret. She's not going to tell anybody where he's going. That doesn't make sense to me either because his father was accepting of him. Yeah. Well, his father knew, I don't know how accepting it was. I, I, I'm not saying he wasn't. I just don't well, know. Well, a not accepting father would say, yeah, Sorry that happened to you, son, but let's, okay, let's never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah, a non-accepting father done. probably wouldn't have gone to the police. Nope. And would, um, Because then he's outing his yeah. son, his son yeah. and him, yeah. and 
Yeah. And would she stay would she stay mom after it became a big deal? Because this became national headlines. Would right. she really have not come forward and said, Okay, 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 he's going he, to New York. Exactly. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Once it snowballed into, okay, everyone's looking for him shit. Yeah. Okay, I, I uh, gotta, he's, he's alive. He's fine. He's he alive. just went he's, to California. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if she's hiding Brandon's secret, uh, you know, and, and if she's hiding the secret, something like that, and she knows what he really did, that he, he took off, why the whole weird story about the jumper cables and things like that? Because yeah. that's going to draw attention yeah. to yeah. the weirdness of his. You just say, ah, I just went home and he was there and last I saw of him, I don't know what happened to him. You don't have this whole right. weird story of him walking out the door and disappearing off the face of the earth. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't that think. That brings attention. Yeah. That's even lower on my list than drug dealers. Yeah. It, it just doesn't track. It does seem like, well. I'm I mean, I, I am suspicious of the neighbor. Yeah. Just because the police cleared him. I don't know. Yeah. Where was he? Where was he? I need to know what his alibi was. You do. Yes. Some very efficient there. The <laughs> um, the ultimately the runaway scenario just doesn't like I said. Why the strange story that draws attention? Why did he take absolutely nothing? Not even his wallet. Not only that, he was wearing shorts and t shirt. Yeah, shorts and That's a t shirt. That's it. I know it's the summer, but Jesus, it's not. It's April. You're right. It's, it's in fact in fact the high of that day, sixty eight. Yeah. So because um, he's wearing shorts low, and a t shirt because yeah. he's inside mm-hmm. working on the house. Yeah. You are you really going to walk out the door forever? No, in shorts and a t shirt with nothing get cold. else. He had no car, so he would have had to hitchhike. Mm-hmm. His family would say later he had never hitchhiked in his life, and it's not something he would do. Yeah. Some source I one or two sources I read said that he had access to a van. I don't know if that's maybe the petting zoo van. I have no idea, but it doesn't oh, matter because the van was. Was the van was not missing, whatever van mm. that was, it wasn't missing when he disappeared. So he had to have left on foot if he'd left of his own volition. And would you do this at three o'clock in the afternoon? No, no. Sunset can't be that far off. It's yeah. gonna be yeah. night time. Hitchhiking in the night is not super easy. Yeah, uh, or in running away in short t-shirt. In short t-shirt, yeah. So and, and here's the other thing too. He was twenty. He was an adult. He didn't have to run away very mysteriously. I know people do do that, but yeah. he didn't have to. He's a grown up. He yeah. could have left yeah. completely on, the, you know, telling people where he, that definitely tell people where he's going. But right. he could have made it clear: I'm I leaving. Movie. I'm getting out yeah. of this town. Yeah. It's it's not tolerable anymore. And and even and that could have. And you take your wallet and take everything you have. Yes. And if anything, you also try to get as much help from your family and friends to start a new life as you possibly can. You yeah. don't just disappear in this incredibly inexplicable circumstance. So. If he did leave town, though, for whatever reason, then we'll go to the next theory, which is he was killed by Rogers. So he tried to hitchhike yeah. right. out of town, and this monster predator pedophile picks him up and does terrible things to his and kill him. Do we remember? Don't forget the necklace. Do we, what do we think of the Rogers angle? I, that's a strong possibility. That is. It, it, it's almost too coincidental. That you have a necklace that he appeared to have owned, and you have your, it's confirmed that you are a monster and you've done monstrous things, but you just so happen to write fictional stories of abducting someone. And Roger specified Skidmore, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That is odd. Yeah. That's a little too coincidental. You know what it doesn't answer? It doesn't, how do we get Branson out there? Because we've all agreed his running away of his own volition is inexplicable. It doesn't make any sense. So we we have to get him out to the hitchhiking. That's a tiny detail that we'll never know. That's not a tiny detail. That's a critical detail. I know, but maybe he went outside, realized, oh, we need more Windex. Oh, I don't have a car. I'm, you know, 
walk down to the stop and shop. <laughs> this nice, this nice older white guy. I, I'm, and I, a Ford LTD pulls up and says, hey, wow. where are you going? I'll give car. you a ride. <laughs> um, I'm, pr- I, I'm not positive, but I'm fairly sure it was on the highway. Not Skidmore is not on, on a main highway. It has a street, go, a, a, you know, a rural byway going through it. It's not on, a, on like an interstate or anything like that at all. It's a town of 300 people. The chances of that guy being there trolling for a victim in Skidmore is zero. He oh, was on a, he picked a guy up on a highway. So you have to get Branson to the picked, highway. Yes. Yes. He didn't pick him like in the middle of Skidmore. But he said he, Skidmore. A kid from Skidmore. Oh. So they were talking. So this kid mm. from, I picked up on the highway, this kid from Skidmore, and I killed him. Oh. Uh, the chances of him, like what you said. So in other words, yeah. if he's walking to someplace, he's walking someplace in Skidmore. There's a store in Skidmore right. that doesn't get him to the highway. We need to get him to the hmm. highway. And that doesn't well, make any sense. Maybe we can connect the drugs to I this mean, yes. I, anybody can make up a story to get him there I, no a you story know. we believe you're not a, not a defense lawyer who makes up stories to get their I know. client well, that's what i'm saying anybody can make up a story but we'll never know but what we'll, the for truth sure is. We'll never I, know, but. I think there is some odd scenario that got him for whatever reason hitchhiking or on a highway yeah yeah and the probability of this guy being the killer seems relatively high for what it's worth, Becky, yeah. Branson's mom, yeah. she attended Rogers' trials and begged him publicly, just tell me where you buried my son. Yeah. He never relented. He never he always said, I didn't hurt, hurt your son. He was convicted again of the other crimes and mm-hmm. sent to prison. And yeah. even after prison, he still continued to say he had a you know, 54 year sentence he's looking at, and he said, I, I didn't kill your son. Eventually, Becky came to believe him. And that mm, she became yeah. convinced he did not kill I w- her son. I wouldn't believe him. This is Missouri. He's he's not going down for murder yet. Yeah. Why would he admit to a murder? Why would he? I, yeah, he that's true. That's yeah. true. But she said, for what's worth, she said, I believe someone in that area knows what happened to Branson. In my heart, I don't oh, believe yeah. Rogers is responsible. Hmm. Someone has to know. It makes oh, no of course. sense. No question. Obviously, someone, someone no knows. No question. But yeah. The sheriff's department has never ruled out Rogers entirely, but today, and they don't think it's likely that he did it and yeah. they are focusing much much more on the drug angle hmm. so how about something not related to drugs but still something bad that happened that day this is again i'll admit 100 speculation but maybe branson got into a fight with those two guys fixing his dad's car in some sense in some yeah. way who not, not a drug thing even or maybe it was drug related but that he got into a fight and you know something happened there's an altercation and he had tachycardia. I'm not a doctor, uh, a medical doctor, but could they not you know, like push him something like that? He has tachycardia and he dies accidentally. Mm, so yeah. they, no they intent to kill, out. no intent to harm him like that. But there's some kind of altercation and the heart condition causes him to die. So then the two men are going, I don't want to go down for murder. We didn't mean to do this, but it, we're still going to hide his body. And that, Jenna could have even been cooperative. Cooperative. She could have, okay, yeah, I know you guys didn't mean to hurt him. Like that, mm. I don't know, I think or, or not, or, or she knew nothing about it. Yeah. But anyway, they accidentally right. just an altercation led to an accidental death, and they got rid of the body. Yeah. When you first started telling the story, and you said the guys working on the car, Jenna came out. Oh, where is he? Where is he? I did think to myself, maybe the two guys had something to do with it, mm-hmm. and they stuck his body in the car. Maybe. And when Jenna came out, where is he? I don't know. Or no in their clue. own car, because they again they're working on Bob's non-working car. I'm sure they yeah. had to drive over there. So they yeah. yeah they stuck the body in their trunk. But if that's true, 
you leave immediately. They were still there yeah. when Jenna came out and asked them if they had seen Branson. So I don't know. That's odd. Yeah. It's that's, odd, but I did think that when you first started talking yeah. about the story. But, you know, it does leave us still with back to the drug angle, which which the police think it is. You would think if it was local drug dealers dealing justice, though, that it would just be an open secret Yeah. in Skidmore. Everyone knows, okay, yeah, it's we know the guy town. who killed him. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it is, though, because, again, the sheriffs think it is drug-related. And I think I, – I, I get this. They, they're not super open about it, but I feel like they think they know who did it. Yeah. But if they don't have the so evidence. they're so locked in – on something, maybe yeah. there's stuff we don't know. Run, running away voluntarily just seems I, I, almost the least likely in my mind, given the circumstances, which I think blows a hole in the Rogers theory because I don't I don't see how they get him out to the highway. Mm-hmm. So, or, or maybe there was some kind of a drug errand, like those two men said, "Hey, we got some cash. You got a little bit of cash. Go get some drugs." And then something happened. He's so he's buying drugs, hanging out, smoking a joint. Something happens. Yeah. He pisses somebody off, and they pop him. Right. And they kill him. It's nothing planned. It's nothing but – so he runs out. He doesn't tell Jenna because he's going to be gone for 10 minutes. Yeah. 50, 20 minutes max. No big deal. He doesn't and, – and something happened when he went on this errand and he was killed and, and they hit his body. Yeah. I, to me, that's just something mundane like that because it's not yeah. drug that is going to, to get back at him for owing them money. Right. But just something like he goes and he buys drugs and he just says something. Yeah. He says something that wrong pisses place, somebody off. Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Or he sees something he couldn't see, and who knows? But I, that, to me, total speculation, but that, to me, something along those lines makes the most yeah. sense. Yeah. And and again, they know, he like, maybe because he didn't come back, and the two guys out there, hey, you know, he had half our money. What You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they go inside and start looking for money, because he right. owes him 50 bucks that he just took. So, I don't know. That could explain, so it could, it could explain him disappearing. It could explain him not telling Jenna where he's going. It could explain yeah. why that man was in the kitchen looking for stuff. It could explain why Branson was in the kitchen rummaging and finding something and being dishonest to Jenna about what yeah. he had just done. So, and then remember the jumper mm-hmm. cables? Yeah. Who else but those guys? So he does bring them jumper cables, right? And then he says, here's my 50. Give me your 50. I'll go get the drugs. And then he doesn't come back. And the guys have jumper cables in, in their car and go, oh, shit. We have jumper cables. Those are Branson's jumper cables. That's going to make us look guilty. They could either so, toss them somewhere and hope they're never found, or they can put them back in that back. shed two weeks later and just make sure they wipe them. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's the you know the least suspicious thing. They don't know what he told Jenner or what. Jenna they have told, no idea. Yeah. They just don't want something that belonged to this mysterious kid that's probably right. been killed. Yeah. So that's a good explanation yeah. for that. That's and and again, if he if he left voluntarily i just feel like they would have seen him so this in this situation in this speculation they know exactly where he was going but they ain't telling no one right because where he's gone was a dangerous or drug dealer. maybe they did tell the police maybe the police aren't right and yeah, that you're right that oh maybe that's why they have never been identified correct because mm-hmm. yeah, they'd end what? up maybe being so. witnesses yeah yeah and that's possible yeah yeah that's a good idea i didn't think about that yeah, yeah. so as we said lots of questions none of them with an obvious answer uh, Bob Perry, his father, died in 2004. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. Not very yeah, long not long after. ago. Not long ago at all. Becky. He couldn't have been very old. No. I think he had poor health, though. Yeah. He, well, he was in the yeah. hospital. He was just in the hospital. Becky finally lost her battle with melanoma in 2011. Jesus. Eight years after her son disappeared. What family. The search goes on, though. Gail McMurray, she's Branson's aunt. She said, quote, someone knows something. I promised his dad and grandparents that I would never give up on finding Branson. Today, there's a group 
founded by a woman named Monica Kaysen, and it's called the Community United Effort Center for Missing Children. C-U-Q-C-M-C. It's still looking, that group and Kaysen are still looking for Branson. Today, Kaysen says, quote, law enforcement's not given up. I know the family's not given up, and I know we haven't. We just continue to try to keep his face out there in hopes that somebody will come forth with some good information that will lead actually to a recovery. Uh, Branson's disappearance is still an open case. The Nodaway County Sheriff, led by the Sheriff uh, Randy Strong, is still looking into it. They, again, they think the drug angle is the most likely answer. But again, still no arrests have been made over 20 years after Branson disappeared. The case just gets colder every year. And clearly he was an only child, right? No siblings. Yes, he was. Darn it. So that is the up, not uplifting, no, not at, at times all. horrific very, story very of Branson Perry. Very devastating, and I wish his family could have peace. So do I. It's, I mean, it's just such a, such a strange circumstance mm-hmm. around it that, that, yeah, and you, it is, it is. They're right. There's something, no question whatsoever, that people know what happened. He didn't just, you know. No. Yeah, leave of of his own volition and something bad happened. But I think that's almost certainly not true, given yeah. yes. uh, given all the specifics of what of of the case and and you know again what he's wearing, what he didn't bring, et cetera, et cetera. He, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, pure spec like I said, pure speculation, but some kind of a of a of an errand, probably to buy drugs, probably with the knowledge of those two guys. I think in the mechanics that led to something bad happen, happening somewhere else mm-hmm, in yeah. Skidmore. And we'll never find his body unless someone huh. comes forward and says, and those the kind of people who don't come forward and yeah. say whatever. Correct, yeah. Well, set a Google alert. Yes. For? For his name. Okay. So that if any updates come in the case. Okay. I, I will not do that, so you can. You, you do. I don't, don't, I know. We've talked about Google alerts before. I'm, I'm aware that they exist. That's <sighs> about it. I'll ask <laughs> that one. How do you spell his last name? Perry, P-E-R-R-Y. Okay, gotcha. First name Branson. He's the other Branson in Missouri. <laughs> so that's the story of Branson Perry. Hopefully, we will have, we'll be able to update that in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, Never hopefully. Know. Okay, Thank bye. you for listening. Until next time, we'll, we'll have a Carrie story yeah. that won't be so sad. <laughs> See ya. Bye.